This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. They say it takes a village to raise a child. I'm Lynn Freeman, and here we draw on my conversations with experts on Nine to Noon to help you navigate family life. As many parents will know, the summer school holidays seem to stretch on forever. With two weeks or so of the break left to go, ideas of what to do might be a bit thin on the ground by now. As New Zealand workplaces grind back into gear, school holiday programmes are fit to burst. So what can parents do to help see themselves through the final days of the holidays until the kids go back to school? Maria Foy runs a blog called Happy Mum, Happy Child, which is packed full of ideas of how to entertain children and to keep parents sane. (laughs) Maria joins us now. Kia ora, Maria. Kia ora, Lynn. How are you? I'm very well, thank you very much. You've got a a great... um, 10, yes, list of 10 ideas on your uh, webpage. But generally speaking, is this the toughest time, do you think, of the holidays coming towards the end when there's been a lot of of parent-children quality time? Absolutely. And I can attest to that because I'm in the middle of it right now. Um, Unfortunately, my son broke his arm a week ago. So already that need to, you know, get them involved in stuff has just been absolutely ruined because we're stuck at home now. So as a lot of parents are out there nowadays, so it's um, you're not only dealing with the kids that are over it, but the parents as well, which can really make things quite difficult. And, and what I found is that when your kids are younger, it's a lot harder because you're their be-all and end-all. Um, the older they get, they can, they're a little bit more self-sufficient. I've got a six-year-old and an eight-year-old and they can definitely um, entertain themselves, um, but those parents, parents, yep, this is the time of the year when we need something. And my suggestion for parents is to try and get out of the house because the house can be the biggest, like a little jail cell at the best of times. And get out of the house and even if it's just go for a walk, you don't have to spend any money. Take your kids for a walk, doesn't matter if they're old or young, fresh air does everyone good. Uh, even go to lo- local playgrounds, the library. There's loads of free things out there for parents to do that just keep the equilibrium, you know, balanced so nobody's losing their mind. And hopefully it helps tire the kids out as well, you know. Now you're going to split this up into three different age groups, so I think it's a good idea. So shall we start with the, the little E's, say the, the three to five-year-olds? Absolutely. I mean, three to five, like I just said, it, it's the sort of age where you you are there you help them along. They want to play with you. You're kind of their be-all and end-all. So my suggestion is for them is to get them involved with things around the house, like crafts. You can do make your own Play-Doh. You could buy Play-Doh if you wanted to. There's painting that you can do. Sometimes, especially in the summer, which I, this sounds incredibly amazing and, and maybe a bit silly, but put a bucket of water outside and give them a paintbrush and let them paint the fence with water. It's something that sounds so simple but really will keep them going. Um, you can do scavenger hunts. You can do puzzles and board games. The great thing about small kids is that they do have an imagination and so the simple little things will keep them going. Uh, And, you know, 
to keep us parents sane, I used to always say it's really important for parents to have a break from that because it can be very overwhelming being the child's everything. So I, on my website, on this article that we're just talking about, have a mandatory, mandatory break. So, you know, tell your kids, look, it's 10 o'clock, mum's going to have a coffee, you guys entertain yourselves for 15 minutes. And one of my biggest things is, uh, and I like to tell people this, and it's true and I need to remind myself this as well, is that it's okay for kids to be bored, even young kids, you know, that's when they use their imaginations. It's okay for you to say, look, I've got nothing planned for you, just figure it out yourselves for the next few minutes. And that goes across the board, doesn't matter which age it is, really. And you also say that you're a firm believer that there's really nothing wrong with letting your kids watch some TV. Absolutely not. Kids, especially school-age kids, and, you know, daycare kids, kids that are in kindy, they've been hard at work. They're out there, they're playing, they're using all their senses, they're constantly on the go. There is, in my personal opinion, absolutely nothing wrong with letting a child sit down and relax and watch TV. I'm one of four kids. My parents could not afford to do anything with us. And my sister and I often chat about how we remember growing up having a really healthy balance of being outside and indoors. Sometimes we spent a lot of time in front of the TV and sometimes we didn't. We're no worse off for it now. We still see the benefits of getting outside, but I still see the benefits of sitting down and relaxing. And it's society has said that children should be outside and playing all the time and how dare they watch TV. Actually, kids can learn a lot, for, a lot from television. I, I really think that we, need, we, don't, we shouldn't be as hard as we are on each other or on ourselves or on others. TV is fine. It's okay. It's exactly what my children are doing right now while I'm talking to you, because especially because my son can't do much. So, he's, you know, it's okay to have the TV on. Absolutely. It doesn't matter what are the ages. And encouraging reading, I imagine, too. I mean, earlier today we were talking about Gavin Bishop's uh, book on the wildlife of Aotearoa. You know, there's some fantastic books out there. You can get them from the library, hopefully, as well. Absolutely. And like those weekly visits to the library, you know, the library actually also has some, your local library will have amazing school holiday activities. Our local one has a little hour activity from between 10 and 11. Perfect, go and pick up a couple of books, have a little activity, come home and then spend the day the afternoon reading. I just, you really can't go wrong with all these simple things, you know? And playgrounds too. Absolutely. There are some amazing resources, especially on the internet now. You can find the most incredible playgrounds around. I'm in Auckland, so we've got a lot of playgrounds here as well. But even just walking down to your local playground, kids don't, sometimes especially my kids, they don't necessarily want to play on the playground. They'll run around, they'll find other things to do. It's really great just to get out of the house and have a break from, you know, the walls that we're stuck inside of. I want to talk about baking too, because this can be yeah. helpful for a, for a range. So you're teaching them some skills, uh, and it can be messy. Heaven knows it can be messy, but yeah. it's a nice <laughs> it's a nice creative thing to do too, isn't it? Absolutely. You know, one of my fondest memories growing up is being inside making cheese biscuits with my mum, or something like simple like jam tarts. You just have a really basic pastry, you roll it out. The kids cut out the shapes and fill it with jam. Just some really basic things that get them involved in it. And then as they get older, you know, my son said to me today he wanted to bake cupcakes. So we're going to do that this afternoon. And it does go against every fibre in my being to let the mess and everything happen. But you've got to let kids do that so that they can learn. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's kind of a nice little activity to do together. The third age group are the teenagers. And as you say, to, yes. to a certain extent, that's a bit easier because really they want to hang 
most of them will want to hang out together rather than with the olds. Um, (laughs) But if that's not an option, you've still got to have some ideas for them. Absolutely. Now, I think, so I don't have teenagers, so this is purely speculative on, on what I've gone through in my upbringing. But, you know, if I didn't have friends to go out with, and I didn't back in the day, um, it, it was a lot of mucking around at home doing housework. I remember doing painting and cleaning up. There was also a lot of reading, chilling out, watching TV. You can get your kids involved, like I said, in housework, but also in the daily meal preparation, you know, if you need some help baking dinner, maybe get them to do that. That In those teenage years, is really crucial for getting kids involved, teenagers especially, because they're going to remember that stuff when they eventually leave home. So it's nice for them to have a little bit more responsibility in that respect. Yeah, I know. I, mean, I, 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 said, yes. I think that idea Sorry. of, of pla- I mean, even the idea of planning meals, like really putting yes. some thought into it and giving them that responsibility is 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 terrific. I mean, it's 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 not necessarily a chore in the way they might see ironing or vacuuming or something yeah, like that, cleaning the car. Yeah. But it's definitely something that perhaps gives makes them feel like they've got a little bit more responsibility, you know, um, and they're helping out because they're helping plan those meals and get things prepared, you know. Uh, things like sleepovers, still popular? Not so much for teenagers maybe, or maybe for teenagers, who knows? Um, I actually, I cannot, I can't speak to that. I'm not 100% sure because I don't have teenagers, but I would have thought so. I mean, my kids now want to sleep over at their friends' houses. We have, we're not quite at that stage yet, but with my kids. But yeah, I definitely know loads of other kids out there do it. Um, and loads of kids do play dates from school. So my, like I said, my daughter's eight. She's been wanting to do play dates since she was six. So we've been definitely keeping that on the cards during the school holidays. But it's definitely, that's not as easy as, because, I mean, for me, I, when I was growing up, I used to have neighbours across the road that were kids, so we used to just swap over and play with each other. But it's not so easy nowadays. I don't, I don't necessarily know my neighbours well enough or if they even have any kids, to be fair. <laughs> uh, I, 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 what, what's good about a lot of the options you're giving here, primarily, most of them really, uh, the cost involved in this because yeah. the holidays are going to be an expensive time they cost yeah. money kids uh, for parents and again coming towards the end of the time when maybe you've had a holiday and you've done the fun stuff uh, and, and money is tight it's, it's trying to think of those creative ways to fill the day absolutely and you know I've I've, because, I, because I've got this website I've kind of had my fingers in all the pies I kind of know that there's loads of resources out there on the internet for people who don't have money there are some amazing walks that we've taken our kids on around Auckland that are free obviously walks are free you get outside the kids absolutely do not need anything to play with they just love being out there and enjoying the day also like you we've just been talking about playgrounds just taking your kids for a bike ride going down to the local dairy to get an ice cream you know something so simple I just as much as I say TV's great, getting outdoors is also great. But not putting too much pressure on yourself. You know, I think that as a parent, we always see loads of people doing things with their kids. Don't worry. There's so many others out there that are absolutely doing nothing and they're okay with it. So it's fine just to sit at home and have a few things planned for the day. Give a little bit of structure to your day, but also just sort of, you know, it's okay just to sit there and say, hey, let's watch a movie. I was reading your list, and number eight opened the other door. And even if it's yeah. raining, you say, just put a yeah. raincoat on your kit. My mother's favourite saying was, um, you won't <laughs> melt, as she thrust us out into the pouring rain in Tunisia. Look, 
it goes against everything in my being to get my kids wet, but I tr- I've seen them out there. They thrive. They love it. They find the most amazing games in the rain. The laughter and the smiles is just worth it. It's, they can even change their clothes. Who cares? Yeah, open the doors. Tell them that there is something, you know, just go outside for five minutes. Sometimes I say to my kids who are very, I don't want to go outside. I don't want to do that. I say, go outside for five minutes and see what you can do. And in five, 10, 15 minutes, they're making some witch's potion out of flowers and seeds that they found, you know. It's amazing what kids will do just when you tell them, just use your imagination. Just go outside and do anything. They'll find something. A listener's got in touch with a great suggestion too. Join the toy library. New toys on a regular basis, very little money. Great facility. Yes, absolutely. Toy libraries are amazing because it means that you don't have to spend money on toys, but you still have access to toys that, you know, you wouldn't normally have, which I think is a really great idea. The other thing is if you have a lot, if your kids are young and you have a local play group, you can go to play groups or play centres and things like that. They often have like, we've got Plunkett, they have their little playground at Plunkett in the Plunkett rooms, which is really neat. Um, there's definitely, especially if it's hard when parents have school-aged children and then also like a baby as well. So those kind of situations are really neat, you know, Plunkett rooms and things like that. And time to bring in the family, the Fano. Absolutely. <laughs> Get the grandparents involved. Get your the uncles and aunties. Even if they just come over to your house and distract the kids just to give you the parent five minutes peace is an absolute godsend. It's just having a little point of difference. Even if someone takes them out, like I said before, you've got to take them down to the dairy. You don't have to spend money on these activities. It's just, it can be just helpful having that person there, grandparents, uncles and aunties, just to take the kids, just distract them for five minutes. <laughs> and just having conversation with, with other parents, other adults, I think is, is a, must be important as well. Yes, and, and, and that's the other thing is trying to keep sane. When you, when, like I've been with my kids now for seven straight weeks and any time I see an adult, especially like I'm at the supermarket, they think I'm crazy because I just suddenly talk to them as if they're my friends because they actually don't get a huge amount of interaction during the day. So just having someone come over, even if they don't play with the kids, have a, have a girlfriend come over or whatever, chat to them, just bring your sanity level up a little bit, have a coffee with them, get, your kids will be fine for five minutes. And that's the thing that, that's our ultimate goal in life as a parent is to raise our children to be a little bit more independent. So we play with them for a certain level and then we say, hey, we've done our bit, it's your time. Like, go and play, you know, you've got a sibling, which is actually good, you know, I always say to my kids, like, I've, I've had the other one, so you guys will play together, so get playing. They need to learn to play together by themselves without the adult interacting. A little bit harder when you've got an only child, but then getting out of the house would be really good in that respect. Just thinking, Maria, too, that so many schools now, it's a wonderful initiative, are, are teaching yes. gardening skills and having gardens within school grounds. So if you've yes. got a garden or maybe you can work with um, your kids to create a garden, that's another really positive measure, isn't it? It's teaching good skills, it's getting outside, and hopefully at the end of the day we'll be contributing something to the table. Yeah, absolutely. We have a garden at home and that's exactly what we do. We try and teach them about the land and how to take care of it. And then the schools do the same. My, my son's kindergarten did exactly that. They had a sort of like a community little garden that they, the kinder kids worked on and helped maintain. And I kind of wish that something like that was, was more uh, in schooling because, they, you know, life skills, teaching them about life even from a young age. Thank you so much for your time and for all your ideas. There'll be some grateful parents out there, Maria. Maria Foy. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) 
Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com.